Mm. Oh. Namaste. Welcome everyone to Satsang this morning. Welcome. <laughs> welcome also to Satsang this morning. Speak English. Ah. I will listen translation. Okay. What language you speak? Russian, but Russian. Um, but you do it in English first. No, you want to do? <laughs> but okay, okay. Uh, so first of all, uh, I'd like to say thank you so much for I'm here in Montesahadra. Yeah, your English is good enough. <laughs> first of all, I mean, okay. And <laughs> Okay, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. that um, thank you for I'm here near yeah. the microphone because I wanted to speak with you uh, before I leave Montesahadra. Yes, I'm. I'm not sure that you remember me. I was here three years ago, mm -hmm. and uh, and uh, um, you gave me invitation to freedom, and. Um, I had experience here. Um, I, my mind uh, was stopped, and um, um, I saw this word "nase" like panoramic vision, yeah. and I didn't have person. Um, and then in Montesahadra, I saw dream uh, when in this dream you came to me and said that it's not finished realization, and I have to come to you and you show me. Yeah. And then, uh, when I come back home, um, my mind come back to <laughs> with me. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> yes, but uh, but um, it's not problem because I see clearly that it's mind, it's thought, and um, eighty percent of my life I stay in peace. Um, so. Uh, um, But I have some problem uh, with body because I had uh, experience that I am not mind. I'm sure that I am not mind, but I'm not sure that I'm not sure that I am body. When I think about it, I, s I understand that I am body. It's only thought, but uh, I don't have experience that I'm only body, not body. Sorry. I see. I, and if you can mm. help me to show that I'm not body. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Sorry. Is your body speaking to me now? Uh, no. Mm -hmm. what, what knows that? It's not your body speaking to me. Does the body... Uh, what is your name? Oksana. Oh, gosh. What's that again? <laughs> Oksana. Oksana? Yeah. Like Roxanne in English. Oksana, Oksana. Oksana, yeah. Oksana. Does the body know it is Oksana? Oksana. Does it say, I am Roxana? Does it know even? Uh, so, 
um, we say that it's not sentient. Would you understand this term, sentient? Meaning that it doesn't, it's not thinking and uh, deciding and knowing something in that way, like the mind knows something or says it knows something. So I'm looking at my hand. My hand is not looking at me. You're looking at your body. You're aware of your body. Your body is not aware of you. So, but the body is very, very important, even in self-realization. It's very important. Also, the senses and mind, all of it is important. It helps you because you are earlier than that. Because you can witness not only your body, but also the behavior of your mind and thoughts and feelings, uh, every sensation that appears for you somehow is perceived in yourself. No? So without that consciousness, even the body you would not know, you would not even see it. Without consciousness, your senses would not work. You could not smell or taste or see. You may say that it is the mind that um, uh, interprets the senses. But uh, if there was no consciousness, there would be no mind also. You, do you follow like this? So <clears throat> the body is not first. The consci- without the consciousness, the body would not, you would not even perceive a body also. So you must go to the earliest thing. You see, without which nothing else exists. You see? Without which nothing else exists. You may say, but if there is no body, also nothing exists. So it's a quite an important thing if, I, if, if there was no body. If you are not the body, who are you? <coughs> you see? So something is working together. The consciousness is also inside this body. It needs the body somehow in, its, in the way of understanding, of perceiving, of experiencing. It wants to taste. The consciousness wants to have experience. It wants to taste experiencing. It needs the body and the senses for that. The senses and the body, the senses go to sense objects. All of that presents all of this for consciousness. Consciousness wants to taste all of these things. Then you say, but uh, there is a feeling that uh, I know I am not my mind. What is it that knows I am not my mind? Why you know you are not your mind? How did you come to know you are not your mind? Where did you get this conviction that you are not your mind? Do you um, understand? But yes, because no. uh, I had experience, because I had no thought, Sarah, and uh, I saw all in other, and yeah. I, it not was evaluated. It's beautiful, it's not beautiful, it's only. Yeah. It only was yeah. so. Uh, it it had. It, I had experience, so yeah. I understand. But in intellectually, I understand. I understand that I am not body. Mm. But on the experience, no. If somehow there is this force that is inside us, that um, as I said, there's a power also inside when the consciousness um, became localized and became a person. You can say in this consciousness field, not just because of person, but from the consciousness, when you feel the feeling of knowingness, the feeling, I am, I exist, even without saying it, you know that you exist. In that, that is the beginning of experiencing. 
but it goes further and then identifies with body, and then it feels, I am the body, I am here. When it says, I am here, it's not a universal thing initially, it means, I am, I am in this, I am here, and this is, this is my address. So if you're looking for me, you know, if you if you see my body, you're gonna catch me. I'm living in that house. So something is uh, is knowing that. Then you say that um, this you saw that the mind also did not is not real. You saw it, but in that time you did not see that the body is not is not the consciousness. That's what you need to know. Not that the body is not real. But that the body is not the consciousness, because it's with the consciousness that the body that the body and the mind is seen, with the same place it's seen. Now, mm, something is inside. A duality is there. One force is working to help you to to transcend, to reach, to come back to your original nature. But there's another opposing force in the play that wants you to just be concerned about your body and your bodily life and the life in this world and your relationships and want the things of the world no the power is there and uh, it seems as though it's it's like there's some intelligence in that power and it is as though you can be waking up to so many things but there is something that you cannot get over for many people it's like that, for most, if not all, there will be something. This you have understood, this you have understood, this you have understood, this you have understood, but this one, it's like that. And so uh, the ego, or Maya you may call it this, finds a place, a way to survive and to live, because there isn't the conviction in you that you are not the body. You see? Do you feel you are the body mainly or only? or Something else. What you are? What is your feeling now? Um, I feel peace, but when I have headache, for example, uh, it's identity. It's um, with body very strong, and I think I am body. I try to absorb this. When you have headache without consciousness, you cannot have headache, isn't it? Without consciousness, you cannot have headache. Like uh, if you are under anaesthetic and the consciousness is removed, you cannot have headache. So the headache, you know, the, uh, I can see the headache. Yeah, uh, when the headache comes, something is aware of headache. But then, along with the headache, comes also identification. You say, when headache, oh no, you feel you feel the body very strongly. Also, consciousness recognizes this feeling also, this thought and this strong sense, I am this body, oh why? It's also awareness of this is important. So I'm not going to work right now at trying to prove you're not the body. I'm going to prove that you are the consciousness. You see, you're putting too much attention, I am the yeah, how can I stop trying to be the body? No, I'm going to, I want to show you what you are, not what you think you are. You see, because what you think you are has been many things, but now we have to go to the place where there's no doubt. You see, because it says, "I really feel I'm the body, and I'm trying to prove you're not the body." I think, mm, no, no, I have to show that you are the consciousness. Okay, 
If you feel you are the body as well, but you know you are the consciousness, and no problem. The thing is that when the body feeling come up, identification is held inside this body feeling very strongly. You see, this is not so uncommon for people, no? That the body is there like an anchor, and whatever happens to the body brings a lot of attention. In fact, it is like that for everybody, almost, no? Look how much interest. Sometimes somebody may come to Sahaja, and they come maybe to to do some training or something, or with the body or with something. It's very easy here in Sahaja for the mind to start to get distracted. The exercise is not a distraction, but the mind is looking for something to avoid. The ego is looking for something to avoid being under the light of you know, inquiry to expose its unreality. So it gets distracted very easy, goes to the body very easy. People are very, very body conscious. Very body conscious. Oh, in the day everything is going fine. They are the Buddha. Buddha. But then uh, something ah uh, back hole or you know something in the belly, uh, and then suddenly uh, Buddha. Uh, it's true. Later, later. So this body it seems to take a lot of attention. It doesn't take attention, but attention is going to it. You see. Then I'm saying to you, but even if that is so, an attention goes to the body. Is there not an awareness of more attention going to the body? I have to speak with you about that because this is your way back to yourself, if you want to say that. There's always awareness, and you must come to that which is always constant. You see, you see that yes, but you know, then everything is fine. But, but yeah, if uh, something comes in your relationship or something comes with you know. Uh, whatever it is, and then suddenly your conviction seems to be broken. It goes straight to the body. But then something is aware. There's something that doesn't go anywhere, and it's aware of this movement that goes to the body and the amount of energy that is going there. You are aware of that, isn't it? But you don't give it much significance. Everything that you say happened. In fact, all your life, is according to your mind. All your life, everything you live, it's according to your mind. What your mind thinks, what it believes, becomes what registers as experience for you. So the world is just according to your perception. And it's very subjective, coming from mind. All knowledge is pretty much subjectively experienced. You follow, so hmm. something is earlier than all of that. It sees everything. You see, I'm saying it, but it's really you. <laughs> okay, I'm saying it because when you're not uh, yet in that firm self-recognition, we feel like you're talking about it. Yeah, no, the self is behind here somewhere, and all this type of stuff. Who is saying? Even the one saying, you know, I know my real self is behind. Even that one saying, I know I am my real higher self is behind, is watched from the higher self. In the higher self, uh, something is appearing, saying, you know, I'm trying to get back to 
here my real self is watched from the real self. It's too simple, isn't it? Really? Yes, I, I understand. Uh, yeah, but now you're going to tell me you understand intellectually? No. Uh. <laughs> no, uh, I understand because I see that uh, when I try to uh, understand that I am not body, <coughs> I see this thought that I try to understand, I try to receive illumination, I try, uh, I always try this and I see. This I was trying to understand is not the original one. Yes. It is also. Thought. <laughs> it is. Ah. It is also, but not many people is here confirming with me like that. This one, the favorite localized uh, consciousness uh, is uh, and mind is saying, yeah, but I try and I really want to get beyond this thing. Please help me, and you know it's urgent and so on. Is observed. If it is observed, it cannot be the ultimate one. It means that now you say, Oh, Ruji, please help me. I have to be free today. I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm going to be free today. And then this evening I see you in the town dancing. I said, Come, come now. You have to be free now. And he said, Yeah, 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 but later, later, later. I'm coming to the next retreat. No, no, no. You see? So it is not a consistent and reliable voice. It is not. It is not. And I want you not just to listen outwardly, but inwardly, to see the reality, the, what the words I'm speaking is pointing to in you. And yes, it is possible to come to a very clear, very profound understanding today, but it may take some time to stabilize and mature in your seeing. But you must cross the threshold. And threshold means you have to go through this near this door, this go back through uh, this threshold into nirvana. Okay, I'm nirvana is very strong word, but you have to cross over from person into presence again. Even this is not ultimate. Even this I see. All the crossings and everything is watched now. But uh, this has to become more than a conviction for you. It has to be so totally natural for you to see that. The one who is saying, Yes, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying, but you know, every time you know, I'm doing so well, and then uh, say a headache comes, or <clears throat> sometimes I get a very strong pain in my neck. And you know, there goes my satsang. I mean, it's like all my energy goes, and I, I can't, And it's very difficult to think I'm not the body there. Who told you to think you're not the body now? The, it's that thinking I'm the body is also observed. You must be in the place of the observing to confirm I'm here. That's not to say you must not do anything about your neck. It's okay. But the more you identify with this, and your mind, this Maya mind will use these things to distract you every time, distract your attention. Because at the moment you are on treatment. You all come to be cured of that delusion, persistent delusion, and to wake up to the, the true, to what is a fact, not fiction. And sometimes we don't know what is fact, what is fiction, you see. You are the fact. Your ego is the fiction. 
But sometimes what you're calling, but you know, the strongest impression in you of yourself actually still remains in a kind of egoic position. Can you relate to what I'm speaking or not? So this thing, this can change. This can be seen and uh, today. And as much as it can be seen by you, it can be seen in each of you. But it will a little bit depend on how strong there is identity with personhood. Some people have very, very strong bodily attachment or mind or ego attachment. And so there's resistance there. You see? Something is saying, no, you're trying to get me, you're trying to get me. You see? And trying to escape. Another one is a bit more deeply uh, stabilized, and they can see, yes, I, they can watch the restlessness inside themselves. Like, whoa, he's coming too near. He's coming too near, you know, like, whoa. The same one who said, I came for freedom, is surprised by the resistance that's coming up and saying, you know, like, whoa, whoa, feeling very uncomfortable. And reading this discomfort, like it's it's something is wrong. No, you know, it's you know, reacting in that way. Whereas another one is seeing the discomfort and feeling, thank you, thank you. Something is being exposed here. Hmm? The rat has been living in my house for a long time. Okay, nobody has been able to catch him, and today we have cornered him. You see, but you're not feeling it's the rat. You're thinking it's you. So this you is very rat-like, you see. And now something is pointing, but this thing is not you. And they go, no, 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 I'm me. I don't want you to tell me I'm not me. I want you to help me. Help me. You see. So we say in this uh, hospital we don't cure the patients. We kill the patient. It's a very compassionate killing, though. No blood is involved, hmm? but a killing that sets you free. What is this killing? Maybe the word is too strong for some people. It's not. It is more a change from person to presence. When you are back, you see, while we are in the link with the ego, it feels like, oh, you know, the life now becomes very painful. It even feels, look, my life was better before I came to satsang. It was much better. <laughs> had friends, would do things, I had a lot of fun. And since I've been here, I've just uh, it's such a big struggle. Why a big struggle since you've been here? Can we have fun on the footprint? Why is big struggle? Hmm? Because the false is being exposed. It's not that we have fun exposing something. It has to be done. If you go to see a doctor and then you say, you know, I mean, like, you know, he says, "What's wrong with you?" and you say, "Nothing." I say, "But why you come?" Uh, just to say hello and to bring you, bring you a nice painting for your wall and then like that. I say, "No, no, come, call me. I went to," and I say, "No, no, nothing's wrong." Then what is the point? You came to the doctor and uh, to be healed, but then when you see the doctor, you feel. You know what? Um, can I postpone until next week? What is doing that? You see. So all I'm saying is, you are not that. That is a self-portrait. That is not you. It is like 
fake money. Some monies are so good fake that, uh, you know, if you go to some place, some small place and so on, you can give them, you know, 20 euro and they take it. Thank you. Clicking, leave your money, you go. Another place, they, they, somebody will stop and take a look and hold it up. Then, if you know it's fake, then when they start to do that, you run out the room and go quick. <laughs> but maybe you don't know it's fake. Maybe you believe it's real. And then you're saying, hey, what are you doing? What's wrong with my money? I said, well, wait, you stay here one second. I'll take a look. And then they expose it's unreal. And then now you are contesting. Then, you, then they show you why it is unreal. Look, come with me and look. This is your own 20, okay? Put your signature on it as well. Look, let's look together. And then you see. But initially, something doesn't want to look. It's defending the thing. And this is what happens very often. Uh, in satsang, you know, something is defending, you know, but it's only a reaction. It's a reflex. It's a sort of uh, self-preservation for ego. And behind it, hmm, again, the last time I spoke with you, I gave uh, one statement which I'm using again today. One of Sri Ramana Maharshi's statement, which really uh, is coming up very strongly. As a simple, I like to give simple little, you know, um, capsules of uh, pointers because everybody can use it. I don't want you to use your mind to try and figure out what is he saying. So I'm going to tell you again because it's still useful today. Sri Ramana say, the I removes the I, yet remains the I. Now, of course. If it's left like that, most people say, "What is he talking about?" You know. So I'm going to explain, but I'll tell you again what he say. The I removes the I, yet remains I. This listen because it's totally, totally relevant for you right now. The natural sense of consciousness inside the body announces itself in the way it, I am. This intuition. This conviction, it's your first knowing. I exist. That's what I am in. This I exist feeling, it's not personal, it's not an object, it has no gender like that. It has no gender, it is just uh, the consciousness is there. It has no religion, it has no belief system, nothing like that. It's pure. Uh, Consciousness. Uh, now it gets uh, this I am the body feeling come. This I am is not the body, but it needs the body in order to taste experiencing. And this world, like this world is there because the I am is there. So you can say the I am is the one for whom the world is made. I can say this. Hmm? The I am is the one for whom the world is made. He is the perceiver of the world. He is the one, that one, I'm saying he is this is not gender now. He or it or what he's the one uh, that must discern and navigate through this field of interrelated opposite that is the mind. That is the ocean of existence. 
it must navigate its way back to its original thing. You say, why bother? <laughs> so somebody say, why bother? I mean, it's such a rough sea. Why bother? Well, as you get used to your craft and you're designing properly, the play that once may feel like it is just the most horrible, why it's so bad, everything, uh, turns out to be the most incredible play. Because consciousness needs to experience transcendence in this field of existence. It must overcome. First, something is imposed upon this pure consciousness, and what is imposed upon it is that it will need the body, and then it will believe itself to be the body. When it believes itself to be the body, the consciousness, which is beyond time, it's timeless, you see. When it believes it is the body, it comes into time. It's a time body. But the timeless is inside it. It must understand itself. When it holds the body, it comes into time. When it says, I am the body, and belief, I am the body, then other beliefs and concepts can come in, are more easily accepted. And that is the birth of the person. That is where the person begins. The localization of consciousness is called the person. Then consciousness is experiencing on the basis of personhood, which is a contraction of its power. Because as person, it takes this particular body to be itself, and every other particular that it accepts to itself becomes a limitation. But it gives it a sense of a specific place and identity. It develops strong association, and affection for the for the identity, and then takes that to be the fact of its existence, and thereafter, throughout the whole of life, it's referring to this identity as what it is. Now, this identity gives consciousness very diverse experiencing, but it quickly gets into overload, and the person cannot control his projections. It's overwhelmed. It's part of God's clever play. Because if everything went good for the person who is false, he would never wake up. He would never have the aspiration to wake up. Are you seeing also? Not just in the head, but seeing? Can you feel? So, like this. So, when Sri Ramana said, the I, which referring to the natural I am vibration or consciousness, removes the I, which means removes the conviction that it is the person through discernment, through devotion, through it evolves. So the natural sense I am removes the I me person. And then abides again in its natural I amness. But it must go through the forest of this world. And the forest of this world is the I me person. 
You see, while it's in the forest, it's convinced that it is person, at least for a while. You see, but the forest is not its natural climate. Something inside knows I need to be home. Also, because he has aspirations, longing for the things of the world, but everything it longs for is perishable. Because every farm, everything that exists as name and farm, is time bound. And even the one who wants the thing, is also time bound. Something comes to know that, that all this is time bound. Even the person and the body that like this is time bound. The one who sees, just like this body, this life, this sense of person, is like a, a burning candle. And one day this light uh, will leave. The light is now manifest in there, then it will be unmanifest. Something knows that and knows that does not pertain to me. It sees. Now, one important thing. In seeing this, when it's wise enough, ripe enough, mature enough to come to that realization, it is not cynical about the world. Because you would think if something recognized, but all this is not true. Not the tree is not true, not the river is not true, but what I take them to be, that relationship is. Imaginary. Each of us have an imaginary relationship with the world, and believing it to be a fact. So it's good when we are together, because other people have a different view, different feeling about it, and so something challenges. Whoa, maybe you know, and that is necessary for us to have doubt and to question. Hmm? Our perception that we are calling a fact to see that in fact it is a fiction. When you come to see that, maybe you experience a kind of depression, like, you know, my world doesn't work. It doesn't work in that way. Because something is looking for something eternal, but in the field of the time bound. Is there that which is eternal? Yes. Your real being. Which is where right now? Yeah, it's here. Is it here as a, a conceptual conviction, an intellectual conviction? You know, I know it's here. I'm not there yet. And then this voice is more accepted to be real because this is the voice that is felt behind it you say this is my felt being you know when you do this it, uh, it hurts it's tangible uh, this is real for me 
yeah, yeah, yes. But in dream also, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in dream, ah, it's also real for you in the dream moment also. I'm not here to argue with any of that. That's perfectly fine. All that is lived, I don't wonder about. My only aim and the only thing I consider to be important is for you to wake up to who you are. How you live, where you go, I don't know. Want to shave your head, wear slippers? I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind. You're an astronaut or you are some uh, archaeologist. Doesn't matter actually, because it is consciousness that is playing that show. I don't mind. Nothing is wrong with that. But that you wake up to the truth of what you are, and not just to the the idea, because ideas also you cannot keep. They keep changing. Even your favorite concept, your favorite idea, you cannot sustain. It will change also. But yet at the same time, we kind of know this, but we won't admit it. Because it's a drug inside our system. And it wants more. It wants this. It wants that. And I say, well, I say, well how can I stop this drug? I can come on. I say, Start with observing and being aware that whatever you see, you know, it's momentary. There are just clouds passing. Don't believe that. Notice it. Don't believe it. I'm not trying to sell you a belief. I'm only pointing out to what is. Therefore, I am not giving you a hardship. Whatever feelings you have, they come and go. Whatever thing you love, you see. It will undergo so many, so many things is happening around. That's also part of the, the, the fruit of your contact with it. You are to keep looking. Now, listen, everything that you see or experience, you come to notice, but wait a second, even if you keep focusing on it, focusing on it. If it is a phenomenon, if it is an object, and by object I don't just mean things like this. I mean, even a thought can be an object for me, meaning something perceived, phenomenal. Hmm? And if you fix your attention on it, you'll find that you're not able to do it. It will go, because it's a natural thing that they come and go. This is the marvelousness of consciousness. It is self-cleaning once you pay attention to it. But we are living in versions of consciousness created through our mind and the wrong belief that we are merely a person, you see. Is this too much for you that I'm speaking like this? So this is still for you too. I'm finding the other day I spoke yesterday or ago or whatever to someone and I had to speak like this. I don't know, I'm finding that that it wasn't answer question. But they're just speaking like this, because everything I'm saying is a universal thing, and everyone can understand and find their seeing in it. So, again, what was the last thing I was saying? Huh? Isn't that the perfect illustration? 
Maybe everybody listening in different type of. I don't know. Is it? Okay, what did you say? What did you say? I say. Everything is coming and going, nothing is stable. But something is aware of the comings and goings. Always the possibility to be aware of your awareness is there. But few are attracted to this by themselves. You have to be taught. Now I said to you that you are you begin by observing and confirming that yes, it's true, the nature of thoughts and feelings that they come and go, come and go. Are you to just spend your time observing them? Well, no. At a certain point, it becomes clear. Yes, it's traffic. You are watching traffic. It's just coming and going. Feelings coming and going. Now I feel sad, and and then suddenly something feeling come and feeling differently. But all this, there's awareness of it. No? Simple, simple. I'm very simple, simple, simple. Okay, awareness of it. All things coming and going. Okay. At some point, you are asked. Okay. Any number of things can keep coming and going. All day it can keep coming and going. But that which is aware, the space of awareness in which all these things manifest and are perceived, put your attention to that. Is that moving? In it, all these things are coming and going, moving up and down, coming and going. But that which caused them to be perceived and in which they exist momentarily, is that coming and going? Is that moving about? We're in an interactive moment at the moment. You know? mm? Are they coming and going? Okay. So, relative to that, to what's happening here, that which is perceived, they're perceiving them, in which they are perceived or observed to be coming and going. You know that is uh, not coming and going. We are together in this page. Does it have any qualitative interest in what is seen? Be honest now. Be honest. No? You know, like there's coming and going, and at some point you're staying out of it, staying out of it, and then something comes, like you know, you know, like some relationship, and suddenly, whoa, you're going as well too with that. Then it is possible because it is possible that the weakness initially, when you see, is looking and says, yeah, no, no, not this, not this, not this, not this. Ooh. <laughs> so if in the weakness one comes the moment when something is felt, mm, interest is there, that is fine. Don't argue. Interest is there. Then it means that that weakness is not entirely pure. Not entirely pure of associations. Yes? If that is seen, although it's more stable than the traffic it's watching, it is also a bit, well, I'll say, contaminated. It also has a reflection of what it is perceiving is living in itself. So if that is seen, that weakness also becomes phenomenal. You see? And just becomes another thing observable. Now, at this level of observing, something is taken out, something personal was caught in the introspection, and then merges with other things which are perceivable. Now, what is left now? 
the manifestation may still keep happening, but the magnetism towards any particular phenomenon is not happening. It's like there's a seeing, but there's not any real emotional connection with what is arising. Now it may come some fear, like, whoa, I'm losing my feeling and my compassion for the world. Then that is also seen. And you must decide then, will this be purchased? Because if this thought is purchased, then immediately it pulls you again into a shape. Do you follow this? Maybe you are going to have to listen to this talk again and again, and it will be up for your listening. Because if you follow and you follow, you will see again uh, a thought come, or feelings come, and it is it, it's a sensation, uh, and something may may say, "Wow, yeah, you know, wow, I've really changed, you know, because this used to bother me before." And you see, slowly you want to go back into the shape of an historical identity. It's very subtle, very subtle, huh? but this uh, is when you recognize. But this is also observable. Then you don't buy it. Who is with me on this? Can hear this, right? Keep your hands up because I want to see who is not. You know, and it's not. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to punish you. Okay, I just want to have a good sense. No, if you see. Okay, so like this. Thank you. And uh, so, ah. Huh? You are not. Come, come, take, take, take. Okay, you're good for now. Uh, yeah, I'm with you still. You're still here, don't we? Yeah, go now. When the thought uh, takes my attention, hmm. there's a strong pull, a desire. Uh, what what am, am I to do? When the thought takes your attention, because listen, attention is one of your powerful, uh, you know, tools and uh, one of your powers. So much so that when attention goes to an object or to a scene, its registering is it's your experience. So attention is the most intimate reporter. It goes contact. You say, yeah, I went there, and I, you see like this attention. So, <clears throat> but something, a power is in you that can recognize that my attention is restless at the moment. So it observes restless attention. My attention, you really got my attention right now. So something is aware of attention being quite acute and very, very stable. So that which watches attention, then, are you aware of this power in you? That can even say, my attention is, is unstable right now. Could you repeat, my attention is jumping about? You know? Or you can call this attention and mind the same thing. Or even your person. Yeah, I'm not able to concentrate. I'm not able to hear what you're saying right now, Uji. And why? Hmm? Not because the English is not good enough. It's not that. No, no, no. It's something doesn't want to hear. But then something else is saying, no. But I want to hear. How many is in that house? I don't know. Okay. So something is there. Could you repeat? I say yes. Okay. Let's 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 look at that. So. You say, my attention goes to whatever sensation comes, a sensation comes, and the attention is strongly pulled there. Then I say, but is that not also seen? Yes. 
if you are not used to it, you may feel that, you know, yes, I'm seeing here, but my seeing is so weak because it just wants to go whoosh back to this thing. But that is also seen. And if I speak to you like you're going to get very annoyed with me and very <laughs> irritated because the energy wants to go there. So it takes some time, some maturity, when the attention wants to go, but you are here, you know, I'm not even my attention, you see. What are we talking like this far? This is the it is the the I would say it's a divine introspection into the nature of consciousness that is not merely theoretical it's not mental it's a a delivering room because if you understand you will not have I'm not giving you any spiritual gymnastics just in your understanding and misunderstanding will vanish if you don't understand, you may have to do a lot of sadhana, meaning a lot of things and trying to, and a lot of things. But if you understand, even without moving one millimeter somehow inside, the consciousness is clean. I put it to be the highest. It is killing death. Because it exposes illusions as illusory in the face of that which is timeless and imperishable. That is what is taking place. And I am aware also that there will be powerful forces, you know, working somehow some sense of destructions. I call them powerful. They're not powerful. They're actually quite stupid. <laughs> we give too much importance. Oh yes, my mind is saying this. Yeah. So what? When it is, when has it ever cooperated with what is truly true? You see, the mind is only as strong as the attention given to it, which endorses its alleged reality. Mind is doing a marvelous game. We need the mind in order to test your ability to discern and to test your powers, because you have to find them. I'm showing them to you what your power is. It's not an instrument you have to hold in your hand. It is understanding and the ability to understand and to blossom in wisdom and to recognize I say a non-phenomenal recognition. Does that connect with you? Meaning that is recognizing something that's not a thing. And not only recognizing it, but seeing the infiniteness of it, the unlimitedness of it. The limitless and timeless reality, wherein all things are seen as dreamed. 
and yet there is no cynicism, there is no dismissal of life. In, fi- in fact, it is life-affirming at the highest level, that what you are seeing, uh, what you call a tree, what you call the sky, what you call the river, what you call a person, is all forms of consciousness. But you will know that in a deep way, not in some fluffy, imagined way. So I am not asking anyone to really try more to visualize, visualize. No, I don't need to visualize anything. You've been visualizing enough. Uh, sober seeing, which is not, which is not, uh, it is not dry. It's not dull. It's potent with, uh, with love and joy and peace and wisdom. All the fragrances which remind you of your uh, original nature, and then you will surpass reminding even. You say, intention uh, goes very strongly to this thing. I say, yeah, intention goes very strongly. It is noticed. What is not noticed? Is how important that noticing is. You have not claimed your power because you are still too much affection for the infection. Infection means the idea I have of myself. You have had innumerable ideas about yourself and uh, they come and go. None of them, you cannot have a favorite idea of yourself for very long, it will keep on changing. What is not an idea of yourself? That you cannot see, you cannot describe, because he's formless. When you can perceive, when you can bear and be that which you truly are, you are free, liberated, beyond even the concept of liberation. You prevail beyond time. You are only showing what the mind takes to be real. And it is just, uh, for that time, it is creating an illusion of life. You are life, and also life sprouts from you and is perceived by you. But you don't know that yet, not deeply. That knowledge is to sprout, it is to mature and become wise and clear, and it itself will wash away ignorance. You don't have to try and wash away ignorance. Just know yourself, and the light of yourself will dispel the darkness called ignorance. Otherwise, it's like uh, clipping, pruning a great banyan tree with nail clippers. You will never reach your goal. Don't listen only with your head. Don't give it to, to, to the mind, because it will only distort. What I'm speaking can be swallowed neat. It can be swallowed neat. 
because I can only show you what is here already. I said uh, yesterday or uh, the day before yesterday in a, a group I met just outside Mandir. They were asking me about these things, and I said, hmm. The one the seeker is trying to find is itself the one appearing as the seeker. The one the seeker is trying to find is himself the one appearing as the seeker. Whether that may arise in you as a riddle, it is not a riddle. But something will be wriggling around, but that will not be you. There are many ways and many directions I can point to towards the Self, yet my fingers cannot touch it. I can only inspire in you the rest of what it takes to combust these words, combust into spirit in you. It is not anything that needs to change in what you really are, but it is the mind that awakens. The Self does not need to awaken. But this mind consciousness exists and appears in the world, and now he's come to satsang. I'm kneading him, kneading, kneading, rubbing him, rubbing him, rubbing him, and we put this, this, this dough. Put the oven on, but I don't put it in. I put it in a tin and I cover him and let him rise. Let the yeast, the yeast has to rise. And at the appropriate moment, we put them inside this oven. What did it mean? This yeast that's rising is arising the time it takes. Marinate in what you hear, and let it somehow uh, merge inside your consciousness. It's an automatic thing, actually. Maybe your openness and earnestness is already accomplishing so much. But you must pay attention to the thing that needs to be seen. It's like I, you want to get into this place, and uh, you know, I give you uh, there's a lock with combination on it, and I have to tell you the numbers. You must remember them, and you must, you must apply them in sequence. You know. Open. If you don't get the numbers right, it no open. Hmm? And some people they say, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the lock just to my um, storeroom. It's okay. I can call someone about it. But for others, they don't have this patience. This is combination lock the toilet, and they have diarrhea, so they have to get in very quick. So they are not going to forget my combination. You understand? So to that extent that you are earnest in listening and and see the importance of what it is like to to really listen and to apply. Because this medicine I'm giving you, it works instantly. It begins to work instantly. And it only needs an instant for it to fully. Um, implode somehow inside to change the position 
from a person to presence. You you can see. You have been listening to invitation. You listen to different things. They are all pointing same thing, showing you same thing. Why you why you are not uh, uh, affirming? Yeah, but it's it's here. You see that I ask you also: Is this is this place moving about? That which you see, is it permanent or impermanent? You confess it is permanent. Where are you looking from? Are you looking from a place of impermanence to see that which is permanent? No, you, you, something just intuitive it cannot change. You see, and yet, like some reflex, the 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 the, the mind comes. Which I say, yes. So what? It's going to come, so that you may test out your seeing. You know, if you say, "Oh, my mind is coming back again," I said, "But that's a strangeness. Of course, it's going to come. But you are not mine. Why mind? You see? And you need to hear that because sometimes you're getting ready for a big fight. And I said, "No, you just have to remember yourself, and it vanishes like this." So is this difficult pointings to follow, or what? Or should we talk about something else? <laughs> okay, come and say something. Okay, thank you, my love. Guruji, I don't know if it's mind or is this thing wants to be free. Stand up. I don't know. I just offer everything to you. Mm. But something strongly wants to take me out of this satsang and took it five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even at least you are exposing him. You must learn to acknowledge and recognize what progress is, no? Maybe for so much of your life you never knew him. He was living someplace inside. When you stand up, him stand up. When you turn, he turned, everything. So you don't you don't see him. You never saw him. When you say I, he say I. When you say bye, he say bye. You know. So you never saw. You never saw. And you had a life. We had a life. No. But something inside. Let's call it grace. Yes. Grace began to. You may call it timing. You began to wake up to wait a second. Something is not right. Yes. That yearning must first come. Something becomes a bit intolerable in, within your own kingdom. Would you your grace been with me all the time, hmm. direct, directing me always? I feel this now because of satsang. This thief, this yes. thief has been living in your house. Yes, and this very thief. strongly came, came very strongly, and big fear that I'm gonna mess everything here. So this I sat for some times, but yeah, yeah. This thief has been living in your house. Clandestinely, he's living there for a very long time, you know. But because of your satsang, your house has become a glass house. So you can't hide. So it's very uncomfortable. Like I say, now the light of of consciousness of God is scanning, and he's hiding under the bed. But it's a glass bed. Goes in the cupboard, but it's a glass cupboard, so it can't hide now. You see, so it's very uncomfortable in the house. 
things are flying all over the place because he, he, he has to leave. He doesn't want to leave. Has to leave. No more space. Yeah. No more. No more time. No more life. So he wants you to leave. We're saying he has to leave. We say, no, I've been in this house for a long time. I mean, rent-free and everything. I mean, I'm doing very well in my boudoir, and now. You want me to leave? Uh-uh, I'm not leaving. You know, you leave. Yeah? I come with you. And but you say, No, I don't want I want to stay with Muji, actually. He said, No, no, I don't want to stay with him. So something, so this dichotomy is inside playing. And I ask you, observe this thing. You see? Now you're clear there's a force that wants me to leave. Who is this me? First of all. Who is this me? Make today your best satsang. Okay? Who is this me? He says, My mind wants me to leave. Even this you who the mind wants to leave is only a version of yourself. It's not true. Disappointed? Even this me, this very, very, you know, this uh, you know, um, living nerve centre of uh, Identity is me. Oh, I need to leave. It's only the idea you have of who you are. We've been living in the idea you have of who you are, and it's feeling very uncomfortable because something is being exposed, and this exposure, everyone who has wake up, have experienced it. This discomfort, you cannot transcend and wake up to the truth without going through this. Valley of the shadows of death. This is what you are experiencing. My God, what am I going to do? Like I'm losing my mind. Yes. And what can I? And and all this. And I say, observe. You know, don't take that to be you. But I can't. Still, who is speaking? Who is speaking? Who is speaking? Who is suffering? This one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's not polite to laugh, but uh, but uh, I, I don't know. Who's speaking? Something is saying, but it's not funny. <laughs> but actually, <laughs> it, 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 it's true. It's not. It's not polite to laugh at the moment. But there is something, and I'm sorry. I, 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 it just came out like that laugh, no? but. The one <laughs> Yeah, okay. So this one where you know you know who is shivering oh, please. you know and uh, often draws attention to itself, and people come and put blankets around you and rub your shoulders. Never mind, darling. This one is a culprit. Okay, it's something. It's as though you know something is pulling out of that. I went one time to one friend. who showed me uh, this thing in a in a in a in a sort of aquarium. I said, aquarium? There's no water. Looking. He said, What's that? I saw this like a spider, white looking spider. I said, Wow, why is it not moving? He said, No, the real one is there. 
So it was tarantula, hmm? and it has come time with tarantula. They come a time when they ch- change their skin. They just come out of it. <laughs> leave the old skin there, no? and come out and walk off and leave this old skin. You are going to be this tarantula. <laughs> now I look in at the skin and say, What is that tarantula? Why so transparent? I never see that. And so I'm looking. He said, No, look over there. And the other one. Mm. <laughs> So is that why I laugh? Sorry, you know. Some people are going to find it very painful when I speak, <laughs> because we expect compassion, don't we? <laughs> but I'm showing you how, because we give so much importance, so much attention, so much attention to this, this uh, suffering self, <laughs> and I'm saying that, you know, poof. <laughs> No, not not always. Sometimes we do it very gently, and we don't know. No, we're not going to do that. But uh, I just say that you have must have the courage to hear me when I say. But you are seeing that even if it's feel, the feelings are so strong, and it's like you're going to because it's going to turn up the volume of all your sensitivities. You're going to feel like you are on some kind of you know steroids of bad feeling. Is coming, but I'm still saying you bear that. You you are that which is aware of that, and my words will not find a great opening to come true here, because so much identity is with your sense of person. This is the door you must come through. And even this coming out of it, it's all in the play. There is one in front of whom and within whom this play is unfolding. He was never born. He can never die. He is thought-free, timeless, imperishable, bliss absolute. He has given you the opportunity to call you He, but only here. In the garment of personhood, no, it will not be too much shame there. Much arrogance. Now all of this is blowing up, erupting. It is good. It's uh, your dynamic cleanse. Hmm? What you are not hmm, is floating to the surface of this ocean of samsara. You are the witness to this. But your witnessing, the light of your witnessing, have been kept very dim for a long time, and the energy has been thrown into into the person and its life. And for a while, it's fine. It's not that we should regret. It 
your life was a path that consciousness took in order to learn about itself and to reawaken to its magnificence. But it will not recognise its magnificence with the ego on its back. And this is what is turning up the feelings, is feeling very deserted, rejected, feeling locked out, feeling like, I don't know, my life isn't worth anything, and that's when all of this drama is coming. And I'm saying, but even this drama, however good it gets, there is awareness of it. Be just the awareness. Something is saying, but I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do awareness. Is itself a thought and a voice arising in awareness? Don't purchase any thought. Even the desperate thought arising from the false self. Please help me. Save me. Is watched from the unsplittable one. Here alone is everlasting peace and joy and true love. But the attention has grown so much habituated to being with the the person caring for the person, and, but I've done so well, and I've been doing everything you say, and I've gone to every retreat, and even even online, I was online. <laughs> you say yes, yes, all for this, all for this moment to see, all for this moment, you see, and this moment, in its outer expression, also this will pass. And another moment of impression will come. Impressions will come, but you will not be impressed. So many things will arise, but you are not aroused. You are not being serious. You are not being still. You are not being peaceful. You are not even being you. You are already. And this mistake, this delusion, you must get over him. It is the most powerful drug in the universe. And it goes its password is I am this person. I don't know how many of you uh, in whom what is being heard is detonating and combusting into spirit in you. Your understanding must not be just cerebral. It must not just be something. Uh, oh yes, yes, I got it. I did it. No, it is like a light that is scanning for seeds of I personhood and exposing. 
but they are also. Not, don't even have to zap them. You don't have to be zapping anything, because to the real, the unreal is not a threat. The momentary is not a threat to the timeless. The form is not a threat to the formless. In fact, it emanated out of the formless. The formless cares for it, takes care of it. It takes care of this world in more ways than the ego can see or acknowledge. In fact, even as persons, we should always be grateful, even in the world's most challenging moments. You should not lose sight of the face of God. So this feeling, bear it. Don't look for medicine. The medicine is the the vanishing of this. Or its influence, its impact, so to speak, on the sense of being. You are returning. That's all. And uh, to what you have never not been, but only dreamed you were separated from. This is why the term awakening is so it is so so good. Like waking up from a sleep. When I say waking up what it means also it means that somehow when I say the meaning of something it doesn't exist in the thing but in the mind of the one perceiving it. So a thing can have innumerable meanings, but not in itself, but in the mind of the one perceiving it. Therefore, this perceiving is very subjective. Subjectivity is fine, because the God power is an immensely creative power. Subjectivity is one of its, its palette. You can keep on doing this. But there come a time for just registering, you may say registering your own natural state. There is a peace in you that you did not create. Because I have rubbed this flower, call yourself, it's releasing your perfume. Peace. In a silence. A joy. But some of the old uh, stuff is there. Yeah. Life keeps it there. So that we don't become complacent. A little work we must do. Don't look to feelings as a measurement of truth. They too are like clouds that come and go. 
The bliss of the Self is not a cloud. It doesn't come. Clouds come and go. The sky does not. So many things we have given, we have empowered them by giving so much attention to them. They have given faith to them, trust in them, and also on the foundation, a false foundation of personhood. It's such a severe limitation upon that which is limitless. Now you are making your way home. And discovering that there are no natural chains that bind you, except the chains of certain thoughts that you hold on to. And the biggest chain is the chain, I am this person. How can the formless be bound? But you took form, you accepted form, which is fine. All are compelled by some power to associate with form for a time. The form is, is God's instrument. It should not be cursed. It is not the trouble. But when you associate the formless and say, It is form, not only it is appearing, but it is, then darkness comes into the world, because you cover your light, so to speak. All these things I speak with you, they are just part of the dream. It is an auspicious part of the dream. And myself, in you, you have not yet reached most. It is the most simple. In fact, simple is already too complex a thing to say about it. It simply is. It's most natural, it is effortless, timeless. It is before the world began. And throughout all the world's change changes, it remains immutable, unchanging. And the good news. He dwells within you as your own self. To know this is freedom. To not know this is dreaming. Can you make use of what I share with you? Yes. Yeah. OK. I will take another one. You over there, you put your hand up. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. So now I see. Um, when things arise, they can't catch me, because they just flow. But sometimes, 
in my um, daily life, I got caught up with something and become a shape again. Yes. And it's usually when I have uh, less time or, or not enough time to uh, contemplate or when I go around with job and children and all of this stuff I have to do. Uh, so then um, I notice that I become a shape and then the mind comes and says, oh, now you're the shape. So now you have to inquire and you know how to get through this and asks the questions it needs, needs to ask. I'm going to show you a shorter way. So I just want to say I get entangled in this. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the entanglement began when you say you took a shape. I'd rather you say a shape uh, appeared. Listen again. You, the, the entanglement began when you say, and then in my daily life, uh, having to deal with family, children, work and so on, somehow I go into shape, I take a shape. Sometimes I say also to Sangha here, you know, don't go into any shape. You know? It, it, it's not a fact, because what I'm speaking about uh, is ever shapeless, yet it appears to go into shape. Now, if you say, yeah, I take a shape, yes, I understand that, and we can work at this level. But <clears throat> because then a conviction arises, I am in shape. You see? And then I'm in shape, now I've got to get back to shapeless. Yes, because I, then I, I work from that point. Yes. yes. So, but you are the shapeless. Stay as the shapeless. If shapes happen, they happen, but you are still the witness of them. If you go into shape, your witnessing become more uh, claustrophobic. Do you see the difference why I'm speaking like this? We say, yeah, I go into shape, and I go into shape, and then now I've got to do this, I've got to remember to come back out of shape, and so on. For me, I say that uh, all this don't mean nothing for me. Yes, it's possible, and I'm not. I'm in full honor of what you say. Something is sent to your reflex brings back this old kind of identity, and it's playing out and so on. But if you um, if you really embrace that as a fact, then you empower it and energize this the delusion. If you see it, yes, okay, uh, this shape is is coming up, and you witness it, then it passes also. It, it it's like yes, you know, you see some identity coming, then maybe you you can stop and just. If when at the point where you are able to really follow, the simplest the simplest pointing that, you know, it is just. Yeah, maybe that's. The only shapes that can be formed are those that have a strong psychological and emotional association from you. It's not some arbitrary thing coming in no. from somewhere and you get zapped. It is a relationship shape, a relationship with a certain way of being. Identity. Yes. So that's going to be the strongest card. You go into identity, go into role. As mom, as whatever, whatever, uh, but those things can continue to be played. 
but from uh, a, a greater distance is there. Uh, a detachment comes in that is a very wise detachment, and it's not somebody doing it. You know, it's like uh, the more you focus on what is you, what is true. Automatically, I don't have to talk to you about practical things because it will be infused in all your activity. The realization of the self uh, automatically blesses every aspect of your expression. I don't have to tell you if I start to tell you, don't turn this thing. Yes, we can do this, but you understand. If I say I, I get you to be back in to focus on where you really are and understand, then all your powers come awake and they are in service to, to it. But if you pay attention to this, yes, in my daily life, then somehow quickly go back into this. Yeah, I can say that's fine also, because I sense in you that something is, something is evolving. And I think in your case, quite fast actually it's going. But at the same time, something gets stuck. You know, like, uh, yeah, okay, this is where I get caught or something. And this language is not going to live for very much longer in you. Uh, just somehow, it is something that, because something goes into identity here, and um, the role need not take identity. A role is played, and uh, the consciousness is not thinking, oh, yes, I'm in role of so on. Just like someone call you mum, someone call you sister, someone call you auntie, some call daughter, somebody call you granddaughter, somebody call you wife, and so on. And to each of these roles, you respond completely spontaneously and appropriately, yet from a place which is none of these things. From none of these things, it's completely free of them. Yet in the world, it is perfectly capable of relating to all the things that it's created and can do this. But if it should ever really forget itself, like I've been saying, you know the term maya. I use the word maya. It means just the state of delusions and you know, deceiving and you know, illusions, delusions, the unreal, untrue. I say when you forget yourself, maya is strong and deceptive. When you remember yourself, maya does not exist. When you forget yourself, means that you are distracted from your fullness, Maya comes into play. Start to give you choices. Take a card. Okay? <coughs> when you remember and stay in what you are, Maya cannot be found. It's like, it's like looking. Sometimes in the full daylight, you can see the sun is there and the moon is there also. But nobody is enjoying moonlight when the sun is here. Nobody looks at the sun and writes at the moon and writes poetry to the moon when the sun is here. You are the sun, not the moon. Mind is moon, person is moon. The sense of personhood should only be something very superficial, playful, like a T-shirt you wear. You're not the T-shirt. You see? This thing that you speak about, it's very universal. Everybody, uh, well, 
everyone that is expanding in consciousness know the, the, the place you speak from. Yes, they can say, many hands can go up and say, yes, it's true, I'm fine. Like when I'm here, I'm super fine. Some people say, when I'm here, I'm really terrible. But some people say, when I'm here, I'm super fine. But when I'm back in my daily life, in a familiar environment, that's when all the that's when my tests start, because of screaming children, or you know, sort of like a demanding partner, or you know, work is whatever it is, and then somehow pff, I go into some kind of uh, state where something is just playing it out, but I'm not in my fullness. But that's going to change. In fact, your role, or whatever you call your role, might get much better actually, much more effective. It is already. Yes, but less and less uh, identity, more and more efficiency and beauty is coming. You know, you cannot wake up to the self and your life becomes crap. (laughs) It's not possible. Maybe your life viewed from someone else's angle, who thinks that wait a second, you know, where's the Lamborghini? Where's the actually? I like the bicycle, huh? Gone down in the world, huh? You know, you know, if you are going to be measured by other people's standards, you can say these things. But there's no way that in waking up to the truth of yourself, and if you are now seeing that your life is joy and peaceful, you're not afraid of others, so to speak, you know? Because you look you know in their being what they are, because you know in your being what you are. So a fear is gone. A psychological self-consciousness gives way to a true self-consciousness, and you move in the world uh, as an asset to existence, without trying to be one, just doing your own thing. <laughs> People think that somehow, you know, I was, you know, I was like, um, why do I have to give up my sweeties? <laughs> for this enlightenment, <laughs> I mean, it's all great and everything. But I mean, like you know, I want to have fun. I don't think anyone has as much fun as an awakened being. <laughs> Quite frankly, I really don't. I think a lot of people are in the fun queue, but it's more funny than happy. Uh, your being is natural joy, and it is not living a life of restrictedness, restriction, restriction. Don't, 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 No, it's not at all. In fact, it's very freeing. It's the most free because you're free from the psychological identity. <laughs> Very good. Hmm? I would like to expose something also. Uh-huh. I believe this whole thing with the shape and identity comes because of huge fear I've been living with all my life, and I want to expose it, and I don't want to protect it anymore. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. just to be sure, it's out. Yes. So I don't like follow it some. How yeah. or anyhow? You, you, is it okay to say fear of what? I mean, you don't have to go into any detail, but I mean, say it's this thing: of fear, fear of that failure, if of you 
you know, sometimes we feel that if we don't control, your life is on the verge of becoming chaotic or something. Like things will fall apart. And, yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because you can become a prisoner of that fear very easy, and that you know somehow if I'm not, if I'm not, you know, at the wheel holding the wheel, you know, the whole thing is going to crash and collapse and so on. It's a pretty massive delusion. Yeah. And sometimes we need to have a fall, you know. I mean, it's all not bad actually. Some of the happiest people I know uh, had nervous breakdowns before, <laughs> or what is called that, you know, but it didn't last quite that long. It's just that something just had to kind of crash. You know? you know, it's like if you had to live your life holding up, you know, you know, two pineapples like that. <laughs> Nice pineapples too. Nice pineapples. I mean, it's not going to be fun, no. And uh, because, but it's good when you expose something, you know. And it's it's good because it means that it's it's not hidden in the dark where it can keep on sort of like whispering things to you. It's a, no, it's good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank very, you so much. Very good, very good. I love you so much. I love you too. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, we came to Satsang today because I know many people leaving tomorrow. But it should be a leaving but not leaving. Sometimes in Sangha you hear people saying this type of thing I'm going, but I'm not going really. And it, it shouldn't just become a kind of glib cliche or something. It, it, there's, a, there's something in it. Yes, uh, bodies leave and so on. But the real, I cannot leave. Uh, there's no I to leave it. The I that leaves the real, well, you know, good riddance. The real cannot leave the real. But find that and be one with it. Who am I speaking to? I'm speaking to a self-portrait consciousness as made for itself, called a person, for the moment. The person is also consciousness, but it is severely limited by the shape it takes, and it's not its original nature. It must find its own source. This is why you came to Satsang. And Yes, of course, sometimes you might feel oh, all this stuff is coming up. It's good. Good to come. If you have a, an earthquake in the ocean, the bottom of the ocean, lots of bubbles start to come to the surface. They come up. They don't go down. They come up. They touch the surface and they disappear. Lots of little things, little things, you know. I don't want to con- concentrate on anyone. They just come. The shaking of this boat is the is the reminder of who you are. It shakes the boat of personhood. And all the little things that uh, feel like little entrapments, they are coming to the surface naturally. You don't have to push them. And uh, so it is natural that 
the one who is searching for freedom, burps up all this stuff which is coming out. All that is not in service to your truth. So wherever you are going to, at the physical level, Don't hold this thought, you know, yes, I'm going back to a situation. You don't know what you're going to go back. Actually, you're never going back. You're never going back. But if you have this strong impression in your mind, the mind will colour the present and say, I went back. No, something here, uh, the more this, uh, this seed is already this seed, this calling, as a seed is is planted in you now, and it's germinating, it's flowering, and it can only go from strength to strength. No one can cut the seed of God, so it must germinate, continue. You know, of course, something is going to want to bring your attention to you know daily things and to you know magnify their seeming importance and so on. But it will become less and less for you. You just keep choosing. Don't fight with dragons. Just keep remembering that I can see this. I can see this. And when I'm conscious that I'm looking at something, that thing, one of us is going to have to go. And it won't be me. Even your idea of yourself, it has to go. All these things is going in front of something that witnesses their comings and goings. And of course, you cannot be what comes and goes. Because if you were, as I say, when they go, you would also be gone. You are here to witness the coming and going. Please give some importance and some attention to that, that fact. And naturally, Automatically, you will become convinced of your true place. Convinced beyond belief. Convinced as a knowing. Not like that. So, my blessing today is that wherever you are, wherever you are, even in the hearing of these words, Wherever you are, if the yearning inside your heart is for this freedom, this being in the full truth of who you are, then may it become so that you transcend true wisdom and understanding all the challenges that come knowing that they are here only for your growth. May you come to the full and permanent realisation of the timeless Self you are, and be happy. And may each one you meet on the way be deeply inspired 
by the peace that they experience in your presence, the light and the joy, the openness, the natural trust that they feel, inexplicable. May they be so moved by your simplicity and purity, that they become compelled, feel compelled, to look and seek within themselves, to discover what they see in you, and be happy. May Truth and Love become contagious again on this planet. May we come to a place where we can wish upon all beings happiness, but contribute to that wish by our own realization of the true. Let it be so. Hallelujah. Amen. We have some. She wants to come. It's okay. You get ready. Come. Let me hear what you say. Mm. Hello. How are you? Volevo. Voglio ringraziare. Ah, italiano. Ah, So come ringraziare tutto Sangha per quello che ho ricevuto per mio fratello. I don't know how to thank all the Sangha for all that I've received for my brother. Grazie a te per le preghiere che sono state fatte. Thank you to you for the prayers. Ho sentito tanto amore, tanta, tanta forza, tanto sostegno. I've been feeling a lot of uh, strength and uh, support. E mio fratello è uscito da, da questo buco nero dove era. È riuscito a, a ritornare a ritornare nella sua sta meglio, insomma, è uscito dal pericolo che dove era. 
and my brother has come out of uh, the black hole mm. where he was and uh, the experience that he was having. Yes. Voglio dire veramente grazie e sono tanto felice di essere qua. So I want to deeply thank you and I'm very happy to be here. Perché con i tuoi insegnamenti ho vissuto questa cosa in una maniera veramente fantastica. Through your teachings I've experienced this in a very very beautiful way. Mi ha aiutato tanto a a non preoccuparmi, ma ad occuparmi di lui. It really helped me not to worry, but to be occupied with him and at the same time not to worry. Ah, Estando qua ho potuto occuparmi di più, avendo tutto il sostegno del sangue. Also, e ringrazio tanto. By remaining and staying here, I was able to focus much better and uh, feel the support of the sangue. Veramente grazie. Grazie. Grazie no. di tutto. Grazie di tutto. Grazie a te. <laughs> Ti amo tanto. Anche <laughs> Ti amo tanto. Grazie. Anche io Grazie. Grazie, mamma.
From Ashtavaka Gita, we read a few verses. This one is entitled The Boundless Ocean. I am the boundless ocean. This way and that, the wind, blowing where it will, drives the ship of the world. But I am not shaken. I am the unbounded deep, in whom the waves of all the worlds naturally rise and fall. But I do not rise or fall. I am the infinite deep, in whom all the worlds appear to rise. 
beyond all form, forever still, even so am I. I am not in the world. The world is not in me. I am pure. I am unbound, free from attachment, free from desire, still. Even so am I. Oh, how wonderful! I am awareness itself, no less. The world is a magic show, but in me there is nothing to embrace and nothing to turn away.